Hello and welcome to Cyber Zambia, your number one cybersecurity podcast by the Zambian Cybersecurity Initiative Foundation. I'm your host, Bernard Zulu. And join with me today are two cybersecurity experts, Frederick and maybe Mikaela. Uh, maybe how are you? Good, welcome. Very great. Hi. Um Thank you very much. Um, Mr. Frederick, uh, thank you very much for having us. Just like Bernard has mentioned, I'm Frederick Longo, a cybersecurity enthusiast and technologist. So very happy to be here and break down this topic that we have in hand. So today's topic is called Digital Governance. And gentlemen here today will help us understand what it is and its importance. Um, I'll allow Mabin to quickly define it in simpler terms and help us at least get the ball rolling maybe all right thank you very much mr bennett um so in simple ways digital governance okay so um digital governance also known as e-governance or electronic governance refers to the use of digital technologies and information and communication technologies in the process of governing and managing public services and resources that is what actually digital governance is Yes, in simpler terms, that's what digital governance is. Okay, thank you. So, basically, I would, in in my understanding, I would say digital governance is just governance online. Online spaces, yes. Okay, that's that's a great explanation. Thank you so much. Um, I'll allow Frederick to just give an overview of its importance. Okay. Of its importance and what role it plays in cybersecurity. Yes, and uh, Benan, thank you very much for that question. So, you know, just when we mention about when we mention digital governance, we're talking about uh, all those uh, freedoms that we enjoy physically uh, as individuals, also enjoying them on the online space. So, when we talk about uh, digital governance, we have to consider issues such as data protection, uh, you know, surveillance, access to information, you know, and uh, having access to internet and infrastructure that is necessary for us to enjoy all these online freedoms and uh, you know democracy. So we have a lot of concerns when it comes to, uh, after I want to talk about digital device and inclusion first of all. So before we talk about how we can, how people can enjoy these freedoms and uh, you know the democracy on the internet or digital, digital freedoms or digital governance, we have to look at is uh, uh, to look at digital device and inclusion. Uh, people having access to information to, to, to the internet, do they have uh, stable internet connections, do they have electricity and uh, do they have computers? Uh, uh, do we have citizens that are uh, you know digitally literate to really know about um, you know how they are, there has been a lot of advancements in technology, do they know about those advancements? So that when we start uh, you know rolling out all these uh, policies and actually to talk about the data protection and you know all these um, uh, protection against surveillance, do people understand why there are street cameras? You know why we are we having smart cities? So we need to ensure that uh, even those marginalized populations that are in rural and have access to, you know, very good internet and uh, they have access to power supply, so that uh, they are also part of this digital space that we are all in. So for now, I think I'll mention that. Then, yeah. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Uh, you've opened you've opened me up to a lot of more questions. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because. Uh, it's so interesting where we see things happening and we don't really know what's happening. Yes. Um, I, for one, am an, am an example of uh, what's going on. Uh, I've seen cameras in the streets and I don't know who's monitoring. Is it the road transport yes. authorities or mm-hmm. is it the 
the police mm-hmm. so yes i don't think enough sensitization has been done mm-hmm. um in our communities and you find that these street lights i mean the the street cameras are everywhere mm-hmm. and what does that what does that mean exactly would you like to yes so enlighten that, us yes so just to shed more light on that so you know when governments or you know uh, the people in authority are putting these measures in place they will tell you we are doing this for your own safety just like they do when they are getting your information on mobile yeah. application you know it's for your own safety just in case so you know these yeah. crimes but yeah but yes has that been done in yes. zambia have it, they made yes. statements exactly so that's that's why the the, the challenge is all we know is their cameras you know some people even actually in Osaka where the smart cities are starting from people come to Osaka and they find cameras all over they don't even know why they are there you know so but i don't even think there was enough sensitization happening to educate people about uh, the data protection aspect that we need to consider because you mentioned yes these systems where does the data go, go. Mm-hmm. are the servers located in this country country and, uh, who implemented these systems do they still have access to the yeah. systems exactly and so we don't know about all those things because we haven't been told there's no transparency there's no access to information we have to consent to you know this data that they have access to you know the video feeds where do they go because not every time that there will be a crime but you know there will be all that feed about people doing different kinds of activities activities yes mm-hmm. some some of these cameras point to business locations or to sensitive places yeah. so that information is always going out to whom we don't even know. So that's a very serious concern. And I think it's something that we, should we have to look into. Yes. Hold leaders accountable, you know, because as citizens, they have, they have to abide, yes, by the laws. But again, they deserve to, you know, be given explanations. And of, of where the data is yes, going. Yes, yes. And, you know, the, the policies have to be mentioned. You know, data protection, yes. We have, you know, we have to protect this citizens against surveillance because as much as we don't develop these things ourselves and uh, fully run them and host them, this possibility, very high possibility of surveillance and also just hacking. If these systems are hacked, by wherever the data goes, if that story, that data location is stored, uh, is is hacked, what happens? Do we have control over the damage that can be, you know, uh, caused and you know the information that can go out there? So these are some of the concerns that we can talk about, and it's a very genuine question that you've asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My, I mean, we don't know whether we are safe or we are not, yes. being that the the cameras all over yes. it's 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 a double-edged sword really where you you are free but you're not free <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah exactly so maybe 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 wants to add more yeah uh, no um i think uh everything you said was not okay mm-hmm. um just want to talk about uh, uh the data protection you know I might not know where the data is going and everything but uh all i believe is that uh for everything there's a good and a bad so yeah the severance and everything is okay but we're supposed to know where the data is going so yeah, there are a lot of uh, crimes that happen out there and um, the cameras might be useful for forensics so uh, to uh, get uh, what's really happening in that case. But uh, we really, really have to know where the data is going. Yes, is, yes, is, yeah. is, uh, is the data uh, being uh, kept uh, within Zambia or is it uh, somebody out there keeping our data? That's what we have to know. Yes, and, yeah. what, and what we hope also will be when they also uh, give us stats or statistics over how much this measures are put in place such as cameras and registration of 
Like how how who are they helping? Yes, yes, yes. How many people did these cameras help last month? In the past year, yes. Or annually they be giving us support even in the month. Is it reducing crime? Yes, stuff like that. Yeah, we are now you know arresting arresting people because of mobile registration. The station we have been able to track people and arrest them. People will be you know be able to see the usefulness of these features that are being implemented in our in our life. Yeah, and if I go to the police, that is if they are the ones that are. Keeping yeah. this data. Yes, yes. If I go there and request for information about me, are they going to provide it? Exactly. Then they, will, they obviously tell you know it's, it's data protection. They will use the data, data protection, protection on the end. On the end. On the end. But when it comes to but it's know, my data. Yes, yes, exactly. So that, that's 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 what the challenge is. So we need to you know uh, look at this. That's that's the transparency and accountability. You know? Yeah. So the government should be held accountable by experts like ourselves. Yeah. So that uh, you know there's there's transparency and you know it's clear whatever they're implementing. Even if they say they want to implement uh, digital passports or digital IDs, all those things have to communicate it clearly yes. to people and also uh, communicate the possible dangers and how they, they possibly intend to address them. Because whenever you go digital, there's always a risk that there will be you know hackers out there. Data breaches. And you know, the moment someone uh, taps into that data, all that information is gone. And it's, it's, you don't know how yes, to what extent it can uh, be used against you. So we need to push the government. If they need to ask for advice from us, we're here, we're here to help them out. We can give advice and you know, they can consult. It's, Actually, exactly. Okay, just, just there. Um, that brings me to our next segment or the next um, way of things. Uh, I like that you've mentioned you are experts and I like that you've mentioned that you are here to provide advice if need be. So I would like, I I and the listeners out there would like to know what you guys are doing about it um, as an organization, what, what um, plans or what measures, what are you doing about all this? Do you guys have things in the pipeline are you guys doing something um, are we expecting something from you guys tomorrow next week next year mm-hmm. um especially in the on the matter at hand um i think maybe maybe okay um we're doing a lot we're doing quite a lot and uh, we're really really um, help, um helping people out there to learn the ma- uh, matters like um pgp and decryption because uh, most of the times when you're writing texts or maybe sending an email, the, you would not know that, uh, you might not know maybe your text or email might be intercepted by other people to see what you're talking about. Especially maybe the government might be spying on you. But once you encrypt your message, dis- uh, despite how much the, the, the message is compromised, a person is not able to see what you're talking about out there. So we're, we're telling people and advising people to use um, PGP, which is a uh, pretty good privacy. It's an encryption method that is used to um, encrypt your messages or maybe even encrypt your data so that other uh, other persons or other people that might be able to um, maybe hack you out there cannot know what you're really talking about or cannot know what uh, files you're keeping out there. So it's a very, very good encryption uh, tool that is, uh, that is used and is really, really helping. So the government, uh, even if the government or the hackers try to hack you, once you are using the PGP, which is pretty good privacy, they are not able to uh, like uh, know what you guys are really talking about. Mm-hmm. So we're really, really helping in that uh, type of matters. Yeah, just, just to add on to what uh, Mabina said, you know, as a cyber organization, we're doing a lot. 
first of all, you know, we, we do consider partnerships as uh, some of the best ways to work this out because, you know, uh, when we work together, we are definitely going to achieve uh, a greater deal of um, results because we even reach, uh, you know, more, much, much larger mountains. So we work with our partners, uh, we have interactions with Zikta, you know, so that we can work together with, uh, with these people. We are, we, are, we are in very good communication with also the police. So these are some of the things that we do. Uh, and also we are involved in, uh, you know, stakeholder meetings with uh, policy makers uh, so that we push the agenda, you know, of our digital governance, you know, cybersecurity and digital governance, how to ensure that there's transparency, that the, that the data protection is, is enforced, that, you know, we, we also talk about tools, we also research on tools and, you know, drop some of them. So we, we, we do trainings on cybersecurity and uh, digital safety, data protection. So all those kind of things. We, we, are, we are very much um, on the ground and we believe that, um, you know, doing all these things that we do is going to be very helpful to, to sort out, um, you know, the issues of uh, digital governance that, that we face. So as a cybersecurity organization, we've been doing a lot and uh, we intend to keep on working to size more people and provide them with digital safety solutions and tools. Okay, thank you so much, uh, guys. Um, and October is the the National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Um, it's actually the global. It's a it's a global awareness month. Um, what are some of the things that? What are some of the things that our listeners will be looking forward to coming from your end? Okay, so um, from as uh, that particular organization, uh, you know, uh, the citizens, uh, citizens, and people, followers, and everyone else uh, should expect a lot from us in terms of uh, you know a lot of artificial intelligence tools that can be used to get misinformation and disinformation, and also you know we are here to promote uh, forensics and uh, you know eliminate you know falsehood or misinformation on the internet. Okay. That's very much important. Encryption, like um, Nebin has also mentioned, uh, we, are, we, are, we are very much, you know, aware that uh, there's a lot of um, unprotected un- uh, communication out there, and that's where encryption comes in, uh, that's where p- pretty good uh, privacy comes in, so we are going to, these are some of the things that people should expect, yes. uh, and a lot more tools that are related to cyber security, as well as uh, uh, digital safety yes. and online. Uh, online freedoms and democracy yeah. and we're telling people much about um, maybe creating strong passwords mm-hmm. and um, ensuring that they've got uh, multi-factor authentication uh, so that their the, the data is not easily compromised by hackers so there'll be a lot that we'll be expecting from us okay yes thank you so much i'm looking forward to that day and we'll be here to also just talk about it and how it goes how the preparations are going and and whatnot Um, just before we close just to add on we're also going to have publications that we're going to give out people should look out for those we're going to give a number of publications on on uh, cybersecurity on passwords uh on ai yeah so those are some of the things they can look out Okay, thank you. Um, I think that brings us to a close. And I would also just like to mention that you can find us on Apple, on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and all Spotify. And uh, our uh, handle, and our handle is called Cyber Zambia. You can also find Cyber Zambia on Twitter, formerly 
is it x formerly called twitter but yeah you can find us on twitter at cyber zambia instagram cyber zambia and on facebook as the zambian cyber security initiative foundation and to our listeners who have made it to the end of this podcast uh please like and subscribe and our word of the day is netizen um please comment please comment in the comment section below uh what in your own words what a netizen is and we can't wait for next time for us to digest it and what a digital footprint is until next time thank you so much